Hello, you beautiful soul. My name is Heaven. I am a Reiki teacher, a spiritual coach, a light worker, and a truth seeker. A large part of my role is to bring awareness to all things spiritual, personal development, and the truths of this world. I am so happy to have you here. Oh my goodness, I hardly know what to do with myself. This feels so good, honestly. I It's been two and a half months. Two and a half months since you heard of just me. Just me sitting on here, sitting in this big comfy chair in my apartment, talking to you. Wow, wow, it feels foreign in a way. Life has shifted so much and that's kind of what I'm just going to sit here and talk about today is just my life updates, what's happened, where we are at with pregnancy journey, all of these fun things. Um, I feel like there was a bigger reason why I took a break and we'll get into that for sure, but it feels really good to just be sitting here and talking and feeling so safe. I have a tea set up. Oh, I should grab snacks. We're at that point where we constantly eat in pregnancy and it's great, but it's also exhausting. (laughs) But oh my goodness, I just looked at the date of my last podcast and it was May 11th. And here we are, July 6th. Wow. Oh my gosh. I love it so much. I love that I'm back here. I have some really fun guests coming up and I just felt like the best way to get back into this is to just start, to just get back into it. It's never that I stopped loving it. It was just life. Life is really what it was. So I guess we can just get into it. Where I've been, what's been going on. At the end of the episode, I'm going to address some questions that I did have a long time ago. I really wanted to start doing this piece where people write in with, questions or needing guidance and I offer that at the end of the episode um just as a little thank you for listening also went on when I went online to see when my last episode was I saw that I have three reviews and I didn't even know you could review this (laughs) that's how much I just do it for pleasure but I was like oh my gosh people reviewed me three people (laughs) and that was exciting so for the three that left me five star reviews on apple I love you because I didn't even know that was a thing. And if you want to leave me a review now, go for it. I don't really know how to do that. So either way, I think it's in the app store. I listen on Spotify. So (laughs) I love you guys so much. And this is exactly what technology is like. Just going with it, flowing with it, learning all the things. And that has actually been a little bit of what pregnancy is like and preparing and honoring my body and looking at my relationship with my body and how that's changing so much and I guess we can get into that and just talk about how the pregnancy has been going. I'm now in my second trimester so first trimester is complete. We are in the second trimester. I am, I am, I had to go check again. I am 20 weeks and about four days so we are We are halfway there. I'm halfway to meeting our baby. And for those who don't know, I will be welcoming in a beautiful baby boy. Part of me knew this. When I first found out I was pregnant, I actually did know that it was a boy. And then all of my body symptoms and signs and 
the heart rate and what my cravings were led me to think a girl. So then I spent the majority of the pregnancy thinking a girl. And then when we saw him on the ultrasound, that's when I was like, oh my gosh, nope, it's a boy. And then just that intuition, that intuitive feeling, I was like, it is a boy, it is a boy. So I sobbed when I found out. I did post the video on Instagram and on Facebook. I was crying so much. I get to raise a conscious male in this world and I cannot be more excited. I cannot be more honored truthfully you know what I should do I'm gonna read you a piece of my journal that I wrote yesterday it's really close to my heart I was gonna make it an Instagram caption but I feel really called to writing this out now because or reading this out now because it just feels really good so let me pull that up and I'm gonna read to you what I wrote him the other day on my 20 mark my 20 week mark where I'm officially halfway So this is from my journal on July 3rd. Oh my gosh, I just noticed the time that I had written the note at was (laughs) 11-11. And if I cry, it's because I cry at everything. But this is what I wrote to him and to myself. (laughs) All of those moments, especially in the last two years, that I questioned why I had to be on this planet during these times when life was really hard, when I struggled, When I was frustrated, they all finally make sense. All of these hard moments in my life, they all happened and they led me straight to you. Okay, I'm going to cry again. (laughs) I sobbed writing it. I sobbed typing it out on my computer. Okay. You're the reason I built the strength to make it through. You're the reason that I am here. (laughs) Gosh. Now I'm questioning if this was a good idea or not. Okay. You're the reason why I show up every day for myself. I thought I wasn't ready to step into this role of motherhood, but my whole life has been a preparation for this moment. You've been preparing me since the moment I landed on this planet. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I have so much more to read. Okay, okay, I've got to... This is probably hurting your ears for anyone listening in headphones. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Okay. You've been preparing me since the moment I landed on this planet. When I found... Okay, I'm going to take a breath. That's what we're going to do. Also, for anyone who's listening and may be pregnant, this is the reality. We cry at everything. (laughs) Okay. When I found out that I was becoming your mom, I doubted and questioned and panicked. It didn't make any sense to me. The timing wasn't right. I'm still building my business. Your dad didn't even have working rights. I haven't healed enough to step into this role. I don't know what I'm doing or how to take care of a whole baby. As I still figure that out for myself and how to care for myself. The excuses kept coming. They kept coming through on why right now wasn't the right moment. I doubted myself so much. But you, you never wavered. I can't even pause it to take a moment to cry, so I guess we're just going to flow with it. (laughs) You never wavered. You showed up because you saw my potential before I did. You showed up because you know that it does all make sense right now. You showed up because you know I am ready. (laughs) 
You chose me out of the billions of women on this planet. You chose me to be your protector, your guide, your best friend, and the best of all your mama. (laughs) Your existence now is one of the only things that actually makes sense in this world where we are all just trying to put the pieces together. Your love is felt before I even lay my eyes on you or a word ever leaves your lips because you've been within me this entire lifetime. I love you more than anything already. It all makes so much sense. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's what that's what I wrote him. Um, I know he feels it. <laughs> he feels everything that I feel, which hasn't swayed in my, you know, emotional reactions to things when I feel angry or when I feel frustrated, but it's nice because I never feel alone and I never was alone, but <sighs> okay. I cry all of the time, and I already cried all of the time. I was actually told as a little girl (laughs) by my mom and dad because I cried so much all of the time that they said my tears would dry out and I wouldn't be able to cry as an adult. And actually that helped me to kind of of stop crying at every little thing. (laughs) Here we are back in that cycle again. But that's what I wrote him came straight from my heart as you can tell and hear from all of my crying and sobbing and I feel like actually it's a lot more special you hearing it come out of my mouth because you can hear how how real it is how like true it is and yeah it's how I'm feeling and I just look over and see that I'm drinking my tea out of my best mom ever mug (laughs) oh so that is how I've kind of been feeling whenever I found out as you've heard in the other podcast there was so much doubt and no I'm no longer in that state I've processed um I'm preparing myself for natural delivery in a birth center I'm not in a fear state towards birth and labor I'm actually eager and I'm excited and I know that those emotions are only going to help me I have been experiencing pain as my body stretches and So I've been practicing my techniques when I experience that kind of pain of, you know, my body's doing exactly what it needs to be doing and I have so much trust in that. So the more that I tense up into the pain, the worse it feels. So I've really been working on just relaxing in those moments of pain, just getting into my mind and telling my mind that we're safe because my body already knows that we're safe. My body's made to do this, but it's the mind that might try to play tricks on me, that might try to worry me. So when my body is stretching right now and it's doing things for baby boy, I practice and it's been helping me so much. As for my actual body changing, it is different. It's really different to look in the mirror and see that my stomach isn't flat anymore. I had a pretty, I'm very petite, so um, my stomach isn't flat anymore. And my hips are getting larger which I love and my my boobs are getting huge and they're not a b cup anymore (laughs) it's just wild to think that all of that is changing so much and I'm only halfway there I look at my body and I actually looked at my body and did a whole mirror meditation and I cried at how beautiful I looked and how beautiful I felt I feel like a woman I feel this power flowing through my blood that wasn't there before I've looked at this whole journey as a surrendering to what my body needs to do 
I was really struggling for a while with my low blood pressure. I passed out in the grocery store. I couldn't stand for longer than like seriously two or three minutes. I constantly hear my heartbeat in my ears. I do have more energy now than at the beginning, which is something I'm so grateful for. I take it every day. Um, Not today. Today I don't have any energy, but for the majority of it, and I'll get into that later, but um, for the majority of it, my energy's back. I feel really good. I don't have nausea. I had a little bit of indigestion, and I still get it sometimes in the evening. It got really bad that I was really, I've never experienced indigestion or heartburn ever before. And I was like, oh, this is for sure a heart attack. (laughs) But no, um, just indigestion, took some Tums, and we're good there. We're good with the Tums. Um, Yeah, other than that, my body has been doing really, really well. I did have a little scare, um, not even a scare, my own little moment where I experienced something that I thought was strange and it's actually completely normal in pregnancy and has to do with like, if you're a male listening to this, you might have a reaction, but for women, we have discharge and my discharge was a little different in color and it freaked me out a little bit. So I sent a message to my midwife. We have this messaging center that we can chat anytime and it's really nice. So I sent her a message and Before I even did that, I sat with myself and I was like, is this something to be worried about? And I was, my mom was here. So I shared it with my mom and she was like, I think it's fine. Shared it with my sister and she said, I think that's fine and it's all good. But I could feel that like worry and I just wanted to settle it. And yep, my midwife is like, you're all good. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) thank goodness because I am not used to any of this. And I just want to make sure that he's okay. And Ever since I found out that it's a boy, I always felt connected, but the connection now is like, as you can, as you can see by what I wrote him, it's even deeper and it's helped me so much. And I do see a lot in the spiritual community of all natural births and all natural pregnancies. I have already seen some shaming around getting ultrasounds and finding out if you're having a boy or a girl, and I think that we need to refrain from any types of judgments towards any woman and what she decides to do because you don't know why she's choosing to do that. Yes, I think it's important to go into any procedure medically informed, and from here on out, I'm not getting any more ultrasounds. I don't think they're necessary, and there are things that you want to be aware of with ultrasound, Um, but the shaming it needs to go girls ladies I say girls because I like assume shaming happens with girls and not women (laughs) but no we can't be doing that and I did experience some of that I was like oh wow okay um I stand so strong so strong in what I believe is my truth so most of the time it doesn't affect me but It helped me so much to find out that I was having a boy. It helped me connect on an even deeper level. It helped me prepare in another way because you go into this journey feeling so unprepared. And I know there's a a level of surrendering, but there is a level of I need to step up to this and I need to go into it with research and knowledge and wisdom and, you know, approaching how I'm going to parent a boy versus a girl for me is different. It looks a little different and... 
honey making popcorn. That's actually just her kneading on her tree in the background, but we say it sounds like popcorn. <laughs> For example, I need to do research into how, and I know a lot of it's just going to come naturally from who I am, but there's parts to a boy I don't have. <laughs> I need to know that I'm taking care of him in the best way. I need to also understand how to nurture a masculine in a way that's empowering and not condescending and I need to just go into and I know a lot of these will come naturally but for me it feels safer doing the research and just reading books and all these things because like I said raising a conscious man is a gift that I could have never expected <laughs> and that I'm so excited to do and yeah so there's just this whole level of connection that comes in with knowing and it's made this whole experience so much more special for me. But that's where we're at with pregnancy. I have a little baby shower coming up in the next few weeks because I'm traveling back out east to be with my dad for his wedding to my stepmom, who I already see as another mom. <laughs> um, and then while I'm there, my grandma wants to have a little baby shower. So that's really exciting. I'm really, really just honestly excited to celebrate him celebrate him so much I celebrate him every single day but even more I feel him every day I felt him early but I think again it has a lot to do with my size my frame I'm very very petite and I also think that the ultrasound tech mentioned that my placenta is not oh honey that is the sixth time that I pause this to let her go outside on the balcony. That's <laughs> already like having a baby, isn't it? Um, my placenta is not in the front. So that's one less thing kind of covering where you would be able to feel him kicking, if that makes sense. So that's at the back, I believe, um, which is interesting. All these little things, interesting. But my mom's felt him. My sister's felt him. Josh obviously has felt him. I feel him all of the time. He's so powerful. I am kind of anxious to see how he is when he arrives because if he is this active in the womb, oh, I am in for a real treat. Um, but feeling him is such a gift and I'm cherishing it because I can already tell I might struggle with that afterwards just because it's like he's so safe and protected in there <laughs> and that to me is like this connection that I know when he's out here I can't wait to see him and kiss him and hug him and hold him but when he's inside of me it's like this other level so I can already feel when I don't feel those flutters anymore it's gonna be an adjustment <laughs> postpartum but we're doing all of the preparation work as much as we can and then also honoring what comes up in the moment because I'm also a huge believer in that. So that's where we're at with that, with that journey. It's been really good, actually. Um, the connection with Josh and I in between, you know, right now we actually have five jobs in between the two of us. He just got a second job. I just got a second job, which I'm going to share with you guys because you don't actually know if you're listening on the podcast. Um, and then we do one job together as like a fun little thing. But five jobs in between all of us and he wants to provide mine are very much because they call out to me and make me feel really lit up which I guess we can get into so back in 
I guess it would have been the end of May, beginning of June. I finally took action on something that I needed to take action on a long time ago, but it makes sense why I'm only doing it now and why I only did it now. So as most of you know, I owned a spa, Aspen, my first baby. That will always be like my baby. It's the first thing I birthed into this world that was all mine and that I saw flourish and that I nurtured and that succeeded. It was so successful. And it was something that when I left, I did grieve and I mourned it, but I knew I had to because there was more out there for me. It was one of those things that just made sense in the moment. Um, I had to leave my hometown. I had to come to the mountains. I had to be here for so many reasons that I'm still figuring out, to be honest. I'm still figuring out why I'm out here, but here we are. And I didn't leave it because I stopped loving what I did. I always loved that. And that piece always came with me. You know, it stayed with me. It it didn't leave. And so I, for the past year and a half, like carried this nudging, heard this nudging, this niggling of needing to get back into aesthetics, needing to show up and serve in that way. And I ignored it for so long because here I am trying to start an online business, my spiritual business, which I also love so much and it makes so much sense. But I always had this little calling to just get back into it. I feel like I'm good at it. I don't feel like I'm good at it. I am good at it. I'm good at being of service in this way for women. I'm really good at working with hands-on healing And that doesn't always mean Reiki. It just means placing my hands on people and nurturing them. I'm really good at that. And so that whispering was always there. And I actually did post on my stories back in September or October when (laughs) the whispering did get louder in my heart. It was like a pulling. And I wanted to get back into aesthetics. But I didn't want to worry about opening up a room, um, starting my own business from the ground up again. I really didn't want to do that. I wanted to work under someone else to not have to stress out about all of the things a small business owner has to stress out about. And I know what those things are because I've been there. So I started applying in town at jobs that I thought made sense. And there was always this part of me that I didn't want to do it in that way. I didn't feel completely aligned in that way. Josh even said that, you know, I was going from having full control over everything that I did, making good money. I was always safe in my route to wanting to open up to this concept of being paid $15 an hour, doing services that I didn't fully love. And just to get just to ease that little calling to say that I did it, to say that I did try it again, to go back into it. So I applied for two jobs in my mountain town that I'm living in, Canmore. Two. One of them was in a senior's home, and that makes sense. I'm oncology certified, meaning I can work with anyone who has been going through chemotherapy, radiation, intense procedures like that. Honey, she's moving her water bowl in the background. 
You're a little bit of a disturbance, my love. Anyways, I applied there and I didn't, I got rejected, actually. They didn't just ghost me. They said, nope, no way. Um, and this was for a base aesthetics role, very baseline, very generic. I applied at another place in town, which is funny how everything works out. <laughs> um, and it was to replace or work under my current boss. So we'll get into that. But she saw my resume and she said, this is so good and brought it to the owner. And she was like, yep, this is good. I only know this now because I work for her now. At the time, I got silence again. I got nothing, nothing. And I think there was a part of me that had I been offered the role, I don't know if I would have taken it. I think I was trying to prove something to myself that I could still go into that that industry if I wanted to. The option was still open. And that was coming from a very lack place. Like it wasn't coming from a place that even made sense for me. Um, I was just trying to fill a void, I think. And so again, nothing. And I look at my resume and it looks fucking amazing. Like I have a really good resume in aesthetics. I, you know, was second best in Ontario for 2015. I did really good at that skills competition. I've worked roles in all sorts of areas in the aesthetics world. I've owned my own business for three years. I was booked out four months out in advance. Like I know what I'm doing. I'm very comfortable in it. Comfortable while always wanting to learn. So I realized that it was too intimidating. My resume was way too intimidating. And this is where I was like, never a day in my life Will I make myself smaller to accommodate and make others feel comfortable, especially an employer? That's never happening, ever. It's no, no way. So I gave that up. I saw that as that re rejection was my redirection into just going even more into my business, which then led me to coaching, which makes so much sense for me. And then again, I kind of let let that little whispering of my heart go. <laughs> I was like, I can't, I don't know why you're calling out to aesthetics. Clearly we tried it and it failed. We're not doing it. It's pretty much what I said. I was like, no, it's not happening. There's a no role right now that I'm willing to take. I'm not willing to settle for any of those things. And so the whispering got quieter until June, I want to say end of May, June. And I went, it's kind of funny how this all came up. So I went with Josh to get his hair cut and it's in this little mall in this little like downtown little mall. And he was getting his hair cut and I looked across and there was this really cute little studio and on the front it said a brow studio and Brow and self-care studio is actually what it says. And I was like, that is the cutest thing ever. And I looked in there and the energy felt really good. And I was like, wow, what is this place? Looks really good. And I just sat there and I was like, I, I really miss aesthetics. I really, really do like so much. And then I spent that whole evening looking at all different aesthetics videos of brows and facials and mild work. And so I decided to go online and just see, like, are there any fun jobs? 
no, no fun jobs. There's never usually fun jobs <laughs> like that. Um, but I did then go on to Kijiji and look up room rentals because there was a part of me that was like, okay, maybe I just do need to work on my own and build something on my own. And no, the timing doesn't make sense. I'm pregnant. I'm going to have to, you know, shut this down at the end of the year for a little bit. I don't know when I'll be able to go back to it. It doesn't make sense, but I, I, I just did it anyways. And in the room rental section, there it was. A room in that cute little mall, that cute little space. And it was available, the room. It was there. It was free. I saw photos and I was like, okay, what the heck? This is way too, way too divine. I need to take action. <laughs> so before discussing it with a single soul, I didn't ask anyone for permission. I didn't even talk to Josh about it. And that's very rare. We usually talk about everything with each other. I emailed her, <laughs> emailed her and just said, is this still available? Is this room still available? And she answered, it is, it is still available. And I was like, okay, well, what's the rate looking like? What she answered right away. And she said, can we move to Instagram and talk on there? And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. That makes sense because the messaging app on Kijiji isn't the best. She was already following me. <laughs> she was already following me because she already knew of me because of my application back in the fall to the other space. Since then, she branched out and opened up her own thing. And I had no idea who she was, really. I had seen her work because it's really freaking good. But she was already following me, so she sent me a message on there. And she's like, let's just chat on here. It's easier. Or we can do it via email. I was like, perfect. Okay. So we started talking back and forth. And at this point in time, I'm still going into it under the assumption that I would be starting up my whole own thing. And this is when I share it with Josh. I share it with Callie. I actually shared it with Callie first because I had this fear and it's from it's from my past relationship that I had. Um, and I'll talk about that really quickly. But I always bring things to Callie first with this sort of thing because it feels safer. It's not true anymore with how Josh and I's relationship is. But when I first started Aspen, I had brought it to my partner at the time and he told me that basically it would fail. It was too risky. It's not a good idea. So I think I still had some of that, you know, trauma in my body to be so nervous to bring it to Josh. And so I decided, well, no, Josh isn't my ex-partner. I need to talk to him about it if I want to do it. So I said, Josh, how do you feel if I was to get back into this? And he said, oh my God, if that's what you want to do, like he is my biggest cheerleader. He will, anything I want to do, anything I want to do, I cannot imagine him saying no. Like truly, if he knows that it lights me up and, you know, it makes me happy, he's a cheerleader. He's my teammate. So he was like, if it makes you happy, let's do it. And I'm like, okay, well, we're going to have to invest some money into getting a business started up again. And so we looked at what that looked like. And he basically said, like, we're going to make this happen for you if this is what you want, right? Like, you know that there's always a way. And so I got all of my research done. I picked up all of my supplies, all of the things, and basically said, yes, we're going to do this. We're going to go and start this up again, which I had a lot of fear because 
Back in my hometown, it was my hometown. I grew up there. I knew people there. No, I don't know anyone out here. I don't have many friends out here. I don't have that big community sense. My parents didn't grow up here. I don't have those roots. So it would really be like starting with zero support into this other than my very close circle. And that brought up a lot of fear. And I never backed down to the fear, obviously, but I sure as hell did feel it. And I sure as hell did, you know, have conversations with it and say, okay, like, what is the real big fear here? I open this thing and it fails. And I don't even believe in failure. I believe in learning and I believe in getting back up and doing it better and just taking those experiences and getting better from them. I don't believe in failure. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, that fear doesn't exist because I don't believe in it. So what else, what other fear is there? And nothing else came through. So I was like, okay, we're moving forward. (laughs) I feel you fear. I know you're just trying to keep me safe. However, we don't need to do that. We can move through this together and show ourselves that We wouldn't be here with this opportunity if it wasn't to serve us for a bigger reason. So moved through the fear and we were just getting into finalizing me signing a lease and all the things when um, the woman who owns the space, I should say, and whose business I'd be working out of approached me with just employing me. She basically said, I'm not here to tell you what to do. Um... I feel like you're really good and I want you doing services that you love because of course that's going to draw in clients for both of us and I'm going to offer you a really incredible commission rate which is higher than anything that I was looking at previously. It's not $15 an hour Um, and she did that to really help me. She was trying to get me government funding for when I'm when baby boy is here, she was like, if you, if we do this, we can maybe get you onto an EI plan, which is unemployment, a whole thing. If you're Canadian, you understand as a a small business owner, you don't get that unless you're paying in and I don't choose to pay in. So she was trying to help me out. And she's like, this way, you don't have to put out the money into expenses. I will. I'm taking you on, but I want you doing all the things that you want to do. I want you to promote yourself. I will, you know, get you clients that I don't want to. She doesn't want to do facials anymore. So she's like, you can take on all of those clients. She really specializes in like ombre tattooing of the brows and brow work and threading. And that's not what I do. So I was like, wow, okay, let's sit down and see what feels better in the body. What feels a bit safer right now? Because I do want to honor that part of like, am I going to go into this and have to close in November just to have to restart again? Or do I do this other route under her where she's supporting me and holding me and I say yes to having a team? And I really did sit with it for a long time because there is this big part of me that doesn't like feeling like I'm working underneath someone or feeling controlled or feeling like everything is being, you know, looked over and that I can't do things on my own because I very well can. I did it. So I didn't want to go back to a version of myself that didn't make sense. I'd grown through that. So energetically, I sat with it for so long and I was like, no, you know what? 
It only makes sense for right now for me not to put all this time and energy into investing in all of the things, starting another business. I think that I'm just going to work under her, basically. We're going to be, I'm going to be a part of her team, work out of there, be an employee again. And it's been a while since I've been an employee. And let me tell you, I couldn't have made a better decision. I feel so safe. I feel so free to be and do what I want to do. It's not, it doesn't feel like she's a boss. It feels like she's a mentor and a guide and still helps me when I need the help and still wants to teach me things. But still, she also understands that I'm perfectly capable of doing all the things that I do and she doesn't question anything. She honestly, like this morning, I woke up and she had sent me a message like, we are so glad, like I'm so glad to have you and... I can't wait to see what's next. And I'm like, seriously, same because it feels really good. It feels so aligned. And had I said, had any of those job offers came through back in the fall and I would have said yes, I never would have landed right here. She actually worked at, she was the spa manager at one of the places I applied to. And she was the one who said, you know, her resume is really good. (laughs) Her resume is really good. We should hire her. But the owner just... But didn't agree and that's okay that's it makes sense now and I didn't want her to agree if it was gonna get in the way of what was really meant for me and now it all makes sense because I'm working under this woman who is so incredible so aligned I feel really good being back in this energy again so I'm doing that part-time while I'm also running my own thing you know doing this part-time and it feels so balanced so good I cannot wait like we're starting facials again soon. I I basically said with her line, I really want to take everything that I've learned in the past two years not being an esthetician. I want to take all that I learned and make it holistic and look at the body as a whole and not just the skin anymore. And her previous product line just kind of didn't do that. So we're taking on our new, the line that I used in my spa and I'm so excited I get to start facials like in the next week. And I just know how much healing they bring. My body's buzzing talking about it. Like I was tired at the beginning of this podcast and I'm lit up just thinking about that. (laughs) So I'm really excited. Um, Yeah, so I'm doing aesthetics part-time and I love it. And I'm so happy and it makes a lot of sense for me. I've been moving through big, heavy emotions as well and like grieving in a big way of what my life is and was as I know it knowing I'm moving into this new role so while I'm excited and I feel really pumped up about what's coming I also am grieving I wake up every morning grieving every single morning lately heavy it's hard I'm grieving who I was because I'm in that transition of becoming a mom becoming an esthetician again and it just is a lot it is but I wouldn't have it any other way I can feel all of the things and they're all valid and I can still move through them and it feels so aligned honestly because even as I grieve I'm not questioning if this is made for me or not I feel it is it's just now we need to move through everything now we need to transition and that part of it is definitely hard but I wouldn't have it any other way everything feels so good right now um 
I'm now taking on, you know, clients for my last container for coaching. If this is something that you've wanted to do, like seriously, it's so transformational. I can't talk about it enough. And I know if you're on Instagram, you've heard me talk about it, but I'm almost done with this container of four women who have just, they're incredible. What they've moved through is incredible. And yes, I've guided them through it and they've had that support, but they've said yes to themselves. They wanted this for themselves and they're doing the things like so well too. Like it just, oh my gosh, I need to, let's, I'm going to talk about them for a second because it's part of the celebration of life right now. So client one, I'm not going to name them. Client one, she came into this just knowing she needed to. She was the first one who said yes to it. And we've actually been friends since grade three is when I met her in grade three. And she's grown up with me and we've known the same groups of people, which is interesting because a lot of, a lot of the groups of people that I hung out with weren't the kindest to her. And I recognize that I was always so kind. I never participated in any bullying like that. And it's shown because the relationship that we have now is so beautiful. When she came into this, she she didn't allow herself to cry in front of anyone. She even apologized to cry in front of me. She wanted to move through so many things. She deals with chronic illness and she didn't want to be, you know, a slave to her illness anymore. She wanted more power. She wanted more she wanted to be more in touch with her intuition. We just had a group call a couple weeks ago about trauma and you know want to know what she did? She sobbed in front of the group of women, sobbed with them because she felt so safe to just open up and feel emotions. She's moving into this new energy of wanting to be a writer and seeing what's possible for her life regardless of her conditions, regardless of where she felt like she's been. She's moving into so much of this energy and yeah, I could talk so much about all of them. Client two, she started this being already extremely intuitive, extremely. She's a new mom. She wanted more balance and calmness in her life because she felt like she was trying to balance it all. And she's done just that. She slowed the heck down and recognizes that life isn't a race. This moment right now that we're experiencing is so special. And she's done that. She is a medium, a full-on medium. She has channeled information about People, I give, I basically give her a photo of different people and she tells me them about them. She almost has guessed their names. She is so intuitive and we've worked on these skills to have her feeling more in touch with her power again. Client three, she actually was so doubtful on if this was going to be a good program for her. Right before it, she messaged me and said, I don't know if this makes sense. I don't know if I want to go through with this. And I held her in that and I said, okay, let's just give it a shot and see let's just see. And she has transitioned jobs throughout this into something that's way more in alignment for herself. She's reapplied to schooling for her to step into her freaking, I want to say it's her master's, but I, me and the university, I, the whole system, I don't really understand. So I think it's her master's. Basically she can be her own psychologist afterwards if she wants to. Freaking amazing. And she deals with really heavy emotions and she gets stuck in them, or she did. She's chosen to not, again, be a victim to them and is now able to feel them and get herself out of the state. 
she just, you know, is like moved from this version of herself that I felt was so lost and is coming into herself even more. And things are starting to line up in her life and make sense for her. And she's feeling that power again. And then my last client, she just, you know, was grieving and going through so much. She lost her grandmother and it was really hard for her. And she was experiencing bullying from people within her family and it was really hard for her. And so we've set really strong boundaries and we've started the grieving process. And every single session, she comes through with massive breakthroughs of just like, wow, I'm doing this not to be bitter, but because I need to stand strong in my self-love. And to be in that power is so beautiful to not let people walk all over you and to stand up and just be so rooted in love and nothing else is beautiful. She's done incredible things. They all freaking have like so much. All of them have set boundaries, which can be so hard to do. I know so many of us struggle with that. They've set boundaries. They've broken through massive childhood wounding. They've been able to connect with their inner child and hear hear their inner child. I'm still stuffy from sobbing at the at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> um, but they've just come so much into their power and I'm celebrating them so much. And this work is one of those things that I could not talk about more. I'm celebrating them so much because it truly is such a gift to be a mentor for them. So if you're feeling like you need to move into this, I am taking clients. Applications opened yesterday and I would love to see if we're in alignment and can work together and work through your your heaviness, your stuff, setting boundaries, coming into self-love, meeting your higher self, living as your higher self. All of these things are possible for you if you believe that they are. And we need to stop making excuses because none of these women listen to the excuses that they were making on why they couldn't do this. And they just went and did the thing. They all went and did the thing. So if you're feeling called to that, click the link that will be in my bio and let's do this. I would love, 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 love to be a part of this journey. Um, Okay. I've just noticed the time. I have to go to my other job soon, but I still want to, let me go find those questions that were asked. I hope I can find them so that I can end this episode off by answering those questions. Well, I did not save them. I thought I did, which makes me really sad. I had a couple, um, but I will do it for the next episode that I release because I feel like that would be really special and a really nice way to end it all out. Um, Yeah, I'm feeling so clear and I've loved sitting here and just talking to you guys again. feels really, really nice. Um, Yeah, we're going to be doing this again. I don't want to say every week because, again, this is very much for my throat chakra and when I feel inspired to talk about things, but I have some ideas brewing and like I said, I have some really fun guests coming on that I just know you're going to receive so much medicine and magic from. Cannot wait for that. Um, So stay tuned. I will be posting on Instagram when I, you know, create a podcast and yeah, I'm really excited to see where everything moves and goes through, especially in this transition to becoming a mom with time and all of the things. So thank you for listening to all of this. I love you. I love you so much and I will talk to you next time guys. Bye.